Okay, yeah, hi. This is uh, Posing the Matrix. Sorry about that, folks. It's taking uh, Skype a little longer to start recording, and it's uh, it's kind of hard to read sometimes up there what it's doing. So, so I apologize for that kind of strange intro. You've got Posing the Matrix. I'm Dave. This is Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey. Hi, Dave. Hey, guys. Hi. Yeah. Hi. So um, Brian and I were, were talking <laughs> a lot, and... Uh, <laughs> Kind of trading jokes back and forth. But um, anyway, um, you know, we both have a a vested interest in Israel, of course. So we were talking about what's going on in Israel. And um, and also, um, you know, some more about the COVID stuff that's going on. It's it's getting beyond ridiculous. Really, You know, Brian, we went to church on Sunday. Supposedly, Kate Brown said that if you that's our governor, folks. Um, there are various other names for her, but we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, she said that if you had the uh, vaccination, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. So I'm thinking, how would they know? You know, but uh, anyway, you you came up with a fantastic idea, by the way. I did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just can't remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, anyway, um, yeah. So she, so I was. Uh, we went to church on Sunday. I got to turn this gain down a little bit. It's got a mind of its own. Okay. So we went to church on Sunday, and everybody was confused. There's people walking around without masks. There were some people that were still walking around with masks, and everybody was kind of looking at everybody else like. Why are you wearing a mask? And the other one would be, why aren't you wearing a mask? And so it was kind of, kind of strange. It's everybody's seen, there's been so many different things that are going on with this. You know, things are changing constantly that nobody knows what's going on anymore. You know, it's really terrible. I don't know what it's like down there. Is it the same down there or what? Yeah. Yeah. People are confused. There's, I know more and more people are not wearing their masks, but there's like, like you said, there's people going into stores that don't require the mask, but they're still wearing masks, or they're not sure they have their mask kind of halfway down on their chin, and then mm-hmm. somebody walks in and they put it up really fast or walks by them. So I think there's confusion. I think there's a lot of fear of being, um, you know, stereotyped a conservative right-wing Trump supporter, you know, because mm-hmm. they're even on the news today they're talking about not news but on talk shows. People that wear the mask are liberal Democrats. People who don't wear the mask are Trump supporters and racists. Right. So they're, that's kind of what's going on in, the, in not all the states, but in the blue states, mm-hmm. you know. So we're being already, you know, targeted by if we wear a mask or don't wear a mask. Right, right. And, and yeah. Yeah, uh, even thing. I heard on Glenn Beck this morning, that I think it was Glenn Beck, Rachel Maldow, I think on CNN, said that she even said, like, we're demonizing people who are not wearing masks, but yet, why are we doing that? So even Mm -hmm. her, she was, like, questioning the whole mask mandate and why are we doing this to our fellow Americans? Mm -hmm. Uh, For COVID, we never did this, and and we're judging people on their character by whether they wear a mask or not. And how she even said, I think, 
Um, how do we know who's a Republican, who's a Democrat? How do we know for sure these people who are not or are wearing masks or who are they really are? Mm-hmm. So I was shocked to hear that because she's super liberal, you know, and left wing. But even the Democrats and left the left is questioning the Biden administration. He even got questioned. Um, I think uh, he was either Kalama, Kalama Harris or Biden. Why are you still wearing a mask? when there's no mask mandate. Right. And and the answer was, I can't tell you what the answer was, because it wasn't really an answer. Yeah, well, if it's Biden, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think what it is, one thing this COVID has shown is how political the left is and what they do, when what they use disasters and different things that come upon this country to move along their own agenda and at the expense of, Americans on the left and the right. Mm-hmm. A lot of, obviously, the, on the right, most of us see this, but on the left, they don't. But I think they're starting to see it now. We're being manipulated and used for their uh, political, you know, uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, you got um, CNN now, an anchor there, saying the same thing. And so, it's just it's always it's always politics with them. It's always politics. And then I have to say, on the right. There are Republicans that are just as bad. Yeah. One of them got kicked out, Liz, Liz Cheney, which she so rightfully deserves. She should go to jail, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a traitor to this country. So, yeah. Um, but the mass thing, and it's just, it's just ludicrous. It's just, it's all about control, all about manipulation, all about fear. It's mm-hmm. always about fear you don't do this, this is going to happen to you. If you do this, this is going to happen to you. Right. Remember, the whole thing with abortion was, it's my choice, it's my body. Well, mm-hmm. what about the mass? It's my choice, it's my body. That yeah. goes out the door. That's, that's, that's right. Gone out the door. So mm-hmm. what is it? Is it my choice? Is it my body? Is it? Is it not? And that's mm-hmm. what the left does. They, they manipulate things for their own gain, whatever Whatever the wind blows that day, that's the way they're going to go. Exactly. And you almost know exactly what they're going to do every day. Watch one of the morning shows, the big ones, like Good Morning America or, you know, uh, like Rush Limbaugh used to say, PSNBC, you know, watch mm-hmm. them. They almost say the same talking points. It's like they get, they send each other emails. We're going to talk about this and push this narrative in the morning or through the day. And they all do it. Mm-hmm. But, Jesus said something a lot. He says, you know, you'll know them by their fruits. You'll know right. you'll know real Christians by their fruits. You'll know wicked people by their fruits. Um, you'll know them by their deeds, which is the same thing. Um, and that's exactly what COVID has done. It has shown on all aspects of our culture, it has shown who we really are as a people. Mm-hmm. And it's shown so much that I believe it's actually shown divisions, obviously, in the church, which church stayed open during COVID, which ones didn't. The ones that stayed open got flack from the ones that didn't. Mm -hmm. The one, you know, I mean, it's there's a division. The whole mask thing. Do you wear a mask? Do you not? You know, in L.A. County, uh, about six months ago, in the height of the coronavirus uh, before the new year, Mm -hmm. uh, 
I looked, uh, when the big spike hit, I looked up Mass in L.A. County. And now this has changed because they changed their website. But in their L.A. County's website, and I have it at work. I actually have the paper at work because I printed it out. Um, is that the Mass do nothing. Right. It even says, on it did say on their website, and if I can find that, I'll try to bring it next week or next couple of weeks to show everybody. It basically said, Masks do not stop the transmission of the virus. That mm-hmm. the virus molecule is so small, it actually passes through any mask except mm-hmm. positive air ventilation like firefighters, SCBAs, self-contained breathing apparatuses. But their mask is your face is totally covered. Um, that's why in the hospitals, the nurses were still getting COVID. They're wearing masks 24-7, as you know, because you work in a hospital. Yeah. COVID. Why? If the masks work, why would you get COVID? Because they don't work. Mm-hmm. They're made for short periods of time, and I mean short periods of time, with high infectious patients. And then, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they're not made to wear 24-7. And they're not made to wear every day, and especially around other people, because you're restricting your airway, you're restricting the carbon monoxide when you exhale from leaving your body. So that's hurting you. It's, sure. it's putting stress on your heart because you have to actually breathe. You have to inhale a little harder to get the same amount of oxygen in your lungs because mm-hmm. it has to go through your mask. Right. So you're breathing a little harder to inhale. When you exhale, all the carbon monoxide doesn't go out. So you're actually taking some of that in. You're actually poisoning yourself. Mm-hmm. And on the, on the link, the Los Angeles County website for their infectious control, it actually says there's no proof that these masks actually work, but they still require them. And I, uh, what did I look up just a few minutes ago? I'm having a, uh, I'm that, that brain thing going on, Dave, that memory. Um, it was about, um, I'll have to look about it later. I looked up CDC, I looked up LA County about the masks. Oh, vaccinations. If you're vaccinated in L.A. County, it says in one paragraph, if if you're vaccinated, you can meet. You don't have to wear a mask. You can be outdoors or indoors with small groups of people without wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. But the next paragraph down says, if you're vaccinated, you can't be with people that aren't vaccinated. Right. Because you could get sick from it. I don't know. That help me out, folks. I've had a hard week physically. Dave knows about it. Mm-hmm. Is that a contradiction? Because isn't the vaccine just the word for the isn't that supposed to keep you from getting sick, being exposed from people yeah. that have virus? It's supposed to inoculate you. Yeah. Yes. But you can't be around these people because you're vaccinated and you could get the virus. Mm-hmm. So that's like earlier this this last summer of 2020 in L.A. County. The beaches are beautiful here. You can't walk on the dry sand because you can have a chance of spreading the virus, but you can walk on the wet sand. <laughs> but the dry sand from the concrete Sorry. to the water is three or 400 foot wide beach. Mm-hmm. So how do you get to the water? They don't explain that to you. So, well, you can always uh, parachute onto it or something, I guess. Yeah. Jump, I don't know. Just but then you can't get back. <laughs> you so, have to stay there. Well, 
you've got a bunch of uneducated politicians and medical experts that aren't really qualified medical experts making laws and rules to basically take our liberties away. Because mm-hmm. behind the scenes, I believe that's what's talked about in these blue states, how they can control us, how they can manipulate us. And, their, and what their end game is, is to pass laws using this COVID to restrict us, to take our guns away, mm-hmm. make us have a vaccine card. And wherever you go somewhere, you have to show your card. They do that in China. They did that in Germany. Yeah, show, you must show your papers. Yeah. That's ah. in, but I drive by these clinics and they're full of people getting vaccines. I and I had one guy. Hey, I got my card. I got my card. I'm like, okay, you got your card. Great, fine. Put so, him on his put it on his tombstone. He got his card. <laughs> this is called the United States of America for a reason. All the states are united under one flag, one rule. We should be able to drive to any county, any city, any state without any restrictions at all, mm-hmm. you know. But now that's changing, folks. They're going to require us to show vaccine cards so we can fly, so we can go state to state, county to county. I mean, I, I just don't – what bothers me is why more of the public doesn't see it. I know there's a lot of us out there that's on our show and others that see this, but the, a lot of people don't see it, and they just they're mm-hmm. like they're just going off the cliff with everybody else, you know. But us who haven't taken the vaccine or haven't gone along with all this insanity, eventually are going to be targeted politically, financially, and maybe physically, mm-hmm. uh, eventually because. What this was going to, Dave, I think, and we know this because what the Bible says, a one world government, that's right. what they want. Mm-hmm. Really, put all this stuff aside, all the politics, all this stuff, they want a one world government. That's right. They want a few rich people running the government, and now they got it. They got Google, they got Apple, they got YouTube, they got all these, these huge platforms that we help them build because we use them. Mm-hmm. We help create that. That's right. And now they're using it against us to to use propaganda to to push a narrative that's a lie to mm-hmm. take our freedoms away. Because folks, America is the last stand. We are the freest country in the world. We're the most powerful country in the world. And if they can remove us, our status from being powerful and being basically a rebel country that we will not be a one world government kind of country and they right. can give us in submission, then they can bring in the one world government. We're in the way. And Trump was the wrench in the crankcase. Mm-hmm. They were about to do that with Hillary. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was a shoe in that this guy's never going to win, but they, they, they were wrong. And I believe God gave us a reprieve to give us Trump and Trump did several things. He, he really did. He exposed them for who they really are. He showed us what our country really can be. Mm-hmm. And he showed us that democracy that democracy does work, that uh, the system that our forefathers built does work. Even 250-something years later, it works. Yeah. As, as it did 200-something years ago, it works. 
It's a mm-hmm. great, it's not perfect, but it's the best thing so far that's come around. That's right. And the Democrats hate this. They hate it. They don't want it to work. They, Biden, his administration, and these, these liberals, and these, your governor, and my governor in California, and these different blue states, they hate this. Why? Because they don't want it to be the country of the people. They want to be the country of their people, of them. Mm-hmm. They they want to they want to call the shots. They want ultimate power. They don't want to share it. They don't want somebody, some voting block of people telling them where and when they can do and what they can do and how long they can do it. Mm-hmm. So this COVID, these masks, these vaccines, that's what it's all about. Yeah. These people, I tell you right now, online right here, they do not give a rip about you. Mm-hmm. They don't care about your health. They don't care about you financially. Matter of fact, they want you dead. Or they mm-hmm. want you so sick that you have to rely on them. They want mm-hmm. you to lose your jobs. They want you to, mm-hmm. to never work and rely on government funding and live in low-income housing so you will rely on them. And they can tell you what to do and where to do it, how to do it. And that you're so de- decapacitated from poverty and sickness that you don't want to fight back. You'll just say, mm-hmm. oh, just help me. Yeah, this country, this country, Dave, was not built that. It wasn't built and designed that way, and they mm-hmm. know it. They're trying to tear it down. Yeah, uh, like abortion. The whole abortion thing has been going on for fifty years. It's it's yes, it's about children, hundred percent. But behind the scenes, it's about control. Sure, they it's all about control, mm-hmm. and they don't care if they're killing children. They don't see it that way. Not only do they not see it that way. They see it as a, as a tool to take our freedoms away. They'll tell you where to go uh, to get your medical treatment. They'll tell you that children don't matter. See, they're trying to destroy the home. Mm-hmm. They, they, they take life and make it meaning, meaningless. They take marriage and they make it meaningless. They put all, all these different genders out there. So if you water it down enough, nothing matters. It's all mm-hmm. irrelevant. Everything that God has put into place, they are ripping apart. And they're dehumanized. They're dehumanizing. Yeah. And, and, and why? Because we mean nothing to them. Mm-hmm. We're, just ta- we're just the tax base that gives them their money. That's it. Right. And they get rid of the middle class. Why? Because the middle class is actually the most powerful class in all of America. Mm-hmm. We're very large, and we have more money combined with the middle class than all the billionaires put together. And so they know we have a huge influence in the voting block, and mm-hmm. that's why they're demonizing the Trump supporters because most of his supporters are the middle class. Mm-hmm. And so this is all an attack. All this COVID, all this stuff has nothing to do with the disease. It has nothing to do with our health. It has to do with changing our laws, um, tearing our, punch, our country apart, taking our freedoms, and putting this country in a position where just a few people in the world will run the whole world. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to happen. We mentioned it's in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, in Daniel. But until that time comes, we have a choice to not let it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm to the thought, like, ah, oh, this is just going to continue. And it can, but I never thought Trump would win four years ago, four and a half years ago. I never thought that we would reverse some of these things. Right. And we, he actually reversed them. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my, my generation in years, uh, 
I thought, man, our country's got hope. Yeah. So that can happen. A lot happen of us again. felt that way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And that can happen again. God could say, you know what? I'm going to put Trump back in or I'm going to call, I'm going to show everybody what Biden's really like or the Democrats. And that's what's happening. He's just exposing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time they open their mouth, they, they expose themselves and they're so arrogant that they don't realize they're showing everybody who they really are. Mm-hmm. And, That's right. Uh, and it's going to backfire on them. If, unless God comes back tomorrow and the rapture happens tonight or tomorrow or whenever, until that time, America is put here for a reason. And I believe America was put here for a couple of reasons. One, to show the world what freedom can really do with a people. When God, God-fearing people build a country around the Lord, what, can, what it can look like. But another big reason is to bless Israel. Mm-hmm. Israel's biggest ally is mm-hmm. us. Actually, our biggest ally in the Middle East is Israel. And it says those who try to divide the land of Israel, God will divide. And our country is getting divided right now, uh, politically that's right. and socially. And that's because of what's going on with Israel and the politics behind what's even going on right now. I have, Dave, Dave's got a daughter over there. I've got a daughter over there, and it's Julia and and uh, eight grandkids and a husband. So we know what's going on over there. Both of us, we're on top of it. And God raised America up so Israel would have a chance to make it in the modern age. Now mm-hmm. Israel is strong enough by itself to take care of itself, even without us. But there's a time coming, it says in the scriptures, that all the nations of the world will turn against Israel. Now we have a president that basically is turning against Israel mm-hmm. and siding with the Palestinians. And, you know, a lot of the weapons, folks, that they're firing at Israel, Obama gave them the money for those weapons. Yeah. When he was in office. The, the yeah, the power of cash. Yeah. Yeah. All the cash that went to Iran. That plane load, you remember that? Mm-hmm. All that money? Well, <laughs> Iran gave it to the Palestinians, to the Arabs in the West, in the, in the Gaza, in the West Bank, and that's what they're firing on us. And, yeah. and I give them 200 million more or 250 million more, the Palestinians. I feel bad for the people that live there because they want a normal life. But the yeah. government and the Hezbollah and Hamas, they just want to destroy Israel. They do not want to share a country. Mm-hmm. It's in their constitution. It says in their constitution they want to drive Israel into the sea. Mm-hmm. They are the little Satan. America is the big Satan. They want both of us destroyed. China is working with Russia, working with Turkey, working with Syria to destroy Israel and to destroy us. Mm-hmm. And okay. as long as the Holy Spirit is still here on the earth through Christians and America is still here, they can't totally do it. Yeah. That's right. And, and Biden is president right now. If he's there four years or eight years, it doesn't matter. He will not destroy Israel. And there's only one reason why, because God is on their side. Mm-hmm. If their Iron Dome failed, God would take the missiles out himself. Right. He's using their technology to protect them. But there's many, many stories that Dave knows and I know where God protected Israel supernaturally in the modern age, in modern times. I won't mm-hmm. go into those because we have time, but this COVID and all this stuff, it's all linked together, folks. It's all one big pot, and it's all linked together. Uh, but uh, the Lord says, I think it's in Psalms 3, 
that he, the nations are but a drop in the bucket. I don't know if it's Psalms 3, but it's Psalms. And he measures the oceans in the palm of his hands. It also mm-hmm. says in the Psalms that that the nations devise vain plans against the anointed, against his anointed and against him. And God laughs and mocks them right. and crushes them in his way. So they can do whatever they want. But the Lord, in the end, is going to be the victor. And we're mm-hmm. going to be with him for the victor. So it's just, I watch TV and I just watch this stuff. And I just, it's just a bunch of lies. It's a bunch of, and, and you know what, folks? Um, a lot of the Republicans are just as bad. Not all of them. Ted Cruz is awesome. Marco Rubio, he's good. They're good men. But sure. they're just few compared to the, the, what's there. Mm-hmm. And until the Lord comes back, we need to keep voting. We need to pray that God fixes the voting system in these states that were cheated on and stole the election from Trump. They're trying to fix this as we speak. In Arizona, they're trying to do it in different states. They're, the Republicans and, and lawyers are manning up, and they're going to these states where these elections were stolen, and they're trying to change the laws back the way they were so the next election will be a fair election. Right. That's what's going on behind the scenes right now. So mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, Dave, I'm just. No, that's OK. No, that was really good. Really good stuff. Going on. You know, just so much. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, it's almost like the, they condoned Israel for doing what it's doing until Israel took out that building that had the news, the news uh, thing in there. You know, yeah, I think I think AP was in there and a couple of others. Al Jazeera was in there and stuff. And yeah. and. With the claim that they took it out with the claim that there was a um, a terror that Hamas was operating out of there, too. Now, I don't know. You know, I've been around Islamic people that are that are militants, you know, and they're easy to spot because they don't smile. They look at you like they hate you. And, you know, even when they're they try to force a smile, you could tell it's forced. Well, anyway, how can you walk into the same building as a terrorist group? And not tell that they're terrorists, you know, yeah. I, unless you don't have the discernment. I mean, that's what it is. But yeah. um, so now, supposedly, you know, well, they took out the media center, you know, because they they don't want the world to know what they're doing. Well, the world knows what they're doing anyway, even without that media center. You know, you could turn TV, go get onto YouTube and find twenty or thirty different channels that are live, you know, showing everything that's going on. But um, and maybe they're mad because because um, Israel actually used the media last week. Um, it was awesome. With the disinformation that uh, they were they were sending ground troops in, which made Hamas run to the tunnels, and then they bombed the tunnels. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's you know, great. So that you know the media is probably mad. You know that. Um, you know, you guys used us for nefarious purposes. as well. They would call it nefarious. But um, and uh, it looks like it's not going to let up for a few more days. So that's good. That'll give a chance, um, I, in my opinion, that uh, Israel will be able to get in there and clean things up a little bit so that this won't happen again for a while. But um, as a precipitator towards the last, you know, the big war, I don't know if it is. Um, I think it's something that's going to stir people up and be in people's psyches, and then something else is going to happen. But who knows? Because now they're firing missiles from. Uh, I just heard before that uh, Israel actually um, flew over um, Lebanon, and 
fired some missiles in Lebanon to take out some of those missile batteries. So anyway, um, so that's going on. And, you know, and I remembered what you came up with um, last week. You brought up HIPAA when it comes to uh, oh yeah, that's right. taking the vaccine. Folks, if you don't know what HIPAA is, H-I-P-P-A, Health Information Privacy and Portability Act. And if you've worked in the medical field, you know everything about HIPAA because you fear HIPAA. <laughs> you really do. You, you know, if somebody finds a piece of paper with a patient's name in the garbage or any information about a patient, you could be brought up, you know, be, I think the biggest fine is $10,000. You know, and then, you know, if you're a licensed like a nurse or a doctor or something, uh, you got a chance that your license is going to be taken away your livelihood. So we're very familiar with HIPAA. And um, so I've, I've used this before in certain situations, but I never thought about using it with the with the vaccine. You have a right to privacy with your medical records. Um that they're protected probably better than anything else in this country. Um, but um, so if somebody were to walk up to you and say, you know, I want to see your papers. Did you get the vaccine? You just got to say, hey, there's an act called the HIPAA Act. And you're you're trying to get me to violate the HIPAA Act or you're you're violating the HIPAA Act by asking me this information that you have no right to have, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I, I, could, I could even envision calling the police and making a complaint about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a very good, very good excuse for it. I, I love it. You know, I really do. Yeah. So, um, but, um, yeah, I was, I think, I don't know if it was the last show that I did myself earlier or later last week, but um, I envisioned where uh, these people that did get vaccinated, if they become the majority, which all indications are that they will, um, if they're not, they don't like the restrictions as much as we do. And that's one of the reasons why they're getting it. I know people that have gotten the shot just so they could take a plane flight to visit a friend, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so if they're vaccinated and they feel that we're not, or they know that we're not, and the freedoms are still not, in other words, the states aren't opened up or the counties are, aren't opened up, they're going to blame us for that. You know, so I could see a mob of people walking down the street and then, you know, knocking on every door. Are you vaccinated? You know, or uh, or something like that. And if you're not, them dragging you out and bringing you down to a vaccination center and trying to force you to take it. Um, you know, you just look at ha- what happens up in Portland with the liberals and the leftists. I mean, they, they start buildings on fire and everything else, and they've, they've killed people, too. So, you know, the. Their um, their way, it's their way or the highway, you know. It's uh, and they don't even let you take the highway because you know they're they're going to get their way, you know. Yeah. But um, it's just very interesting to watch to see, and that's why it's so important that we look back at history and see what things happened in history. Uh, you were talking earlier about the uh, uh, Nazi Germany, you know, the masking for papers, and. We were alluding to the fact that people are waking up, you know, even the Democrats are waking up. But if things were to go sour and and we did become a socialist uh, or communist nation, a lot of those people, even if they woke up, would say, well, I've got two decisions to make. Either I'm going to fight for the side of good and resist the government 
or I'm going to become part of the government. And that's what many Germans and many um, many uh, Russian people did when the Soviets took over. They got party positions. And when they got party positions, they were immune from prosecution, but they never were free. They were always, if you look at Stalin's purges, Stalin was purging people left and right, you know, uh, making martyrs out of millions of people, you know, because he would make up stories that, you know, they didn't agree with me. So, you know, your head's gone, <laughs> you know, you're you're in front of a firing squad. And um, and the same with Hitler. You know, everybody always looked at everybody else with suspicion. You know, it was uh, kind of like what it is today here. With, yeah, with it's going that direction. Yeah. yeah. And. That's the, um, I don't want to say scary because I'm not scared of it, but for some people it might be a scary part um, where, where all this is concerned because we're going to turn into a totalitarian regime where there's going to be a few that are going to dictate to the many instead of the many dictating to the few. I mean, it's like that right now anyway. Um, if you're If you're white and a male, you're probably most reviled person in the United States right now, um, according to the Democrats, you know, right. because you're a male and you're so you're a misogynist and you're white. So you're the bl- you're you're the problem or have caused all the problems that have happened here, you know, and um, it's it's like with the uh, the reparations thing. A few years ago, you know, uh, for for black Americans, reparations for what happened to their ancestors. Um, it didn't matter if my all my ancestors back in the 1860s and and earlier than that were back in Europe and had absolutely nothing to do with this, you know. And they came here because they were being persecuted. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure your relatives were the same way. You know, yeah. they wanted a better life. They were they were being persecuted. Um, so we came here only to be told that, or they came here only that, so that we can be told that we're evil, you know. And it's it's um, it's a great uh, mis mischaracter of justice, and um, I, I hope it comes to an end soon because it's ridiculous, you know. I you're not guilty of that, neither am I. Uh, my my. Uh, I can't speak for my father. He had his own views about things. But my mother, you know, we were closer to her many times, and and she raised us up to respect all peoples. Uh, she basically took the Martin Luther King thing. Uh, you don't judge a person by the color of their skin, but the char- content of their character. You know, and and that's how we were brought up, and that's you know what I what I still believe. But I found that there are others that don't believe that. You know, the the others that do have a different skin color than me that think that I'm responsible for everything. So, um, and it's going to be the same way with the, uh, with opening up the States. It's going to be the same way with when do we get rid of these masks and everything else. And, uh, and, uh, it's just, and, and the younger the person is, the easier they buy into this, you know, guys, our age, women, our age, um, all the way probably back to their mid forties, maybe, are able to discern what's going on because they've lived a longer time and they've, they've seen things happen. But the younger people, you know, they're, they're being taught by, by libtard professors, um, you know, to, to, to think bad is good and good is bad and everything else. And, um, it's just a shame because the whole generation is being taken over except for people. Uh, and that's another thing. They're demonizing homeschools, you know, yeah. 
You know, you can't homeschool. It's it's a bad idea. You can't do that. Well, you know, yes, I can. <laughs> you know, um, so it's just uh, we were talking with a, a lady at, uh, or a couple. They were leaving church the other day, and we were walking out with them, and she was talking to us about this church that they left, and they're, they called it a woke church. And I'm like, oh, no, please tell me. You're not going to tell me about that. Well, yeah, she did. And um, basically, they're they're setting up a hierarchy in the church and um, kind of a, almost like a communist church. And and I called it that. She agreed with me. And uh, they're accepting all these new doctrines that are worldly doctrines, you know, or, uh, abortion, um, you name it, all, all the genders, uh, the whole nine yards. And. And they left there because of that, you know, and um, there's a specific name for it. And I can't remember what it is, but um, it's 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 infecting the church, too. And it has been for years. You know, I I can remember uh, when I was a kid, we had a we went to a church. um, My mother used to drag us there. (laughs) Um, It was Episcopal and the the pastor was. Back then, he was sympathetic um, with the uh, the communists in Vietnam. You know, we shouldn't be over there and stuff. Well, his history proved that he was probably right. But um, at the same time, you know, the guys that were over there were over there for a purpose that they thought was was noble. You know, and, and in some aspects, it may have been. And um, but at the same time, you know, he was reviled in the neighborhood because and th- th- therefore all the people that went to his church were reviled because of what he believed, you know. And um, so it's nothing new. I mean, if you study church history, there, you know, there's there's been groups that have been anti-Trinitarian and, you know, and that that had to be dealt with. And there were um, churches that thought that uh, Jesus had no divinity and so that doctrine was debated back and forth for hundreds of years. And um, I, I guess those classes I took are paying off. But uh, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just sad to see that when people don't have a solid foundation. And, and speaking of that, um, uh, the president before Trump, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to say his name. His name is an abomination to me. Um, he said that... Uh, in his first campaign, he said that he was out to uh, trans, trans, fundamentally transform the foundation of this country. And a lot of people, oh, yeah, well, you know, that means he's going to change things. But when you look at what the, the fundamental is, the foundation, okay, the, or the foundations are the fundamental, they go together. And you know what happens to a building if the foundation cracks and it, you know, mm-hmm. starts slipping away, the whole house goes down. Mm-hmm. So he was telling us right at the beginning that he was coming in to destroy this country. Yeah. Those of us that saw it were very alarmed about it, and those of the on the other side were elated about it. And um, because they don't know, they're they're dumb on purpose. What does the Bible call it? Willfully, willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. They'd rather be part of a political party than part of a, a nation yeah. um, that the political party exists in. And yeah. It's it's a sad thing because it, it just it just drives the, it divides the country even farther, you know. And and uh, that guy, oh, I don't know. There's a special place in um, Sheol for him, but um, and his husband. Um, anyway, 
Yeah. So anyway, it's just sad to watch <laughs> as, as uh, things are going to pot. You know, it really is. Uh, Literally. Yeah. When he was president, um, my dad was in the army. My dad was very patriotic. Uh, he was in the army band, but he saw some fighting. And uh, so I was brought up on marches, John Philip Sousa marches. I, you know, he was Hungarian. He wasn't Portuguese. I thought he was Portuguese, but he should have been. But anyway, uh, well, he was a good composer. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, anyway, uh, I, I was brought up on that, on the on the national anthem and stuff. And every once in a while, I would uh, ruminate on that, and I would go back to YouTube. And you know, the Marine Corps Band does an excellent job at playing that stuff. And and because um, I like brass instruments and everything, and, and when they bring it everything together, it's just fascinating to me. But um, so they would play Stars and Stripes Forever. And I would, when Obama was in office, I would listen to that and I would just start, tears would be coming out of my eyes because I was, I would think about how great this country once was, how much it, 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 it craved for justice and, and honesty and, and liberty and everything else and how that's flown out the window. And I, I saw it as kind of weeping for the, for the death of somebody or something that yeah. I held very dear. You know, and then Trump got in office. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, it was like Lazarus. He got re- resurrected. The country did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then um, the Lamashuga people voted for Biden and and the, and the other ones cheated to get him into office. And then uh, it's all been downhill ever since. But, uh, you know, looking forward today, hopefully that Trump comes back. And uh, by the way, he's starting rallies again. I heard that. I mean, yeah. Why is he doing the rallies for, I mean, is it for campaigning early? It's kind of early. I don't know. Um, If you look look into the Q stuff, and I sent this out. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I sent it out to the family. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Hold on just a second here. I think I've scrolled way too up, up too far. So, yeah, okay. But he had an announcement, and you can go to DonaldJTrump.com. And, uh, okay, anyway, I can't, I can't find it. But, oh, yeah, there it is. Found this on Gab today. Okay. The last sentence of his, um, or the last two sentences, uh, the last sentence of his, um, his, you know, letter or whatever that he sent out to people yeah. was, thank you to OAN because he sees them as the only honest news source. Everybody else is compromised. And the other brave American patriots, it's all happening quickly. And when I see Trump post something saying it's all happening quickly, well, what's all happening quickly? You know, um, that was almost like code to me. Yeah. You know, talking about you know, that was almost like Yeshua saying, I, I'm coming quickly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's taken him over 2,000 years so far, but yeah, uh, coming. We know that. But um, and I don't want I never want to put Trump on the same pedestal as the son of God. Of but, uh, you know, it's it's something that offers me a glimmer of hope that maybe, you know, that uh, all the things that I read are true, that there are all those, all those indictments and and everything else, and that uh, he is going to come back and, and rescue us from the hands of uh, 
all the lunatics that are out there in this country, both in government and civilly, you know, there's, there's crazy people out there. I mean, they're, um, without mentioning names, I, I know uh, a couple that, um, uh, and, the they have some kids and the, the other grandfather came over from the, from the husband's side, not a believer by, by any chance, by any means. And is fanatic about the, the COVID-19 that people wear masks. And, uh, I mean, to the point of ridiculousness, we won't go into everything that happened. I mean, I think for Christmas, he came and parked the car at the end of the driveway and threw the presents to the kids, yeah. you know, wow. uh, and what kind of example is that set for them? You know, um, you got mother Teresa that would hang out with lepers and wasn't related to him, but you got a grandfather that won't get out and give your grandkids a hug. And, um, so anyway, um, I think he did the same thing the other day, but came over and um, to this guy's house and was wore the mask when he came in, but took it off to go out on the trampoline with the kids because it was safe to go out with the kids. You know, adults he had to avoid. And I'm like, where does he get? Well, I guess he listens to uh, public broadcasting, NPR. And NPR, if I if I ever was elected president of this country, the first thing I would do is shut down NPR. <laughs> I would fire all their people and probably jail them too. But um, anyway, it's so you got these these outlets of uh, propagandists. That's a good word. You yeah. got all your, your alphabet stations, uh, Fox to some degree. Um, even um, oh, there's another one that's supposed to be uh, kind of conservative, but it's not. OAN is the only one you can get good information from anymore, other than the internet. <clears throat> but um, yeah. So you got all these propaganda outlets out there poisoning people's minds. And, and I, you know, you and I, and, and this guy I was talking about, we all grew up in the sixties mm-hmm. and we all kind of got a taste of what the government can do. You know, if it's out of control, uh, you know, Richard Nixon and, and, um, and some of the other things, Johnson uh, and all the troops in Vietnam and stuff, but sending them to Vietnam, for a war that he knew we weren't going to win or that they planned that we wouldn't win. And um, so we grew up with a certain mistrust for government, you know, and, and these people are the same age as us, yet they worship the government. And, and that's another thing, you know, that I always found curious is that, and I, I don't want to uh, demonize my own people and our own people, but um, I, I've always questioned why why the Jewish population votes Democrat when Democrats are socialists and the Nazis were socialists and look what happened there. And I, I just think and I've, I've had it explained to me that you know the the Democrats they offer a lot of social programs to people which supposedly is supposed to help them, and and that's a that's a good deed and good deeds are encouraged in the Torah and stuff like that. So. That's probably one reason, but um, I've noticed that a lot of uh, Jews are waking up. Um, they're waking up in, in great numbers, and um, now I can I've I've actually heard the phrase conservative Jewish, you know, and I'm like, whoa, this is good. Wow, you know, because a lot of people have woken up. You know, there's there's some diehards that never will. You know, they'll go to their graves um, believing that the Democrats are good and the Republicans are evil. But um, for the most part, a lot are waking up. And uh, 
I think a lot of it, and even now with Biden's actions, you know, and his turning against Israel, um, yeah, everybody's got a right to defend themselves. But, you know, okay, Biden, you know, I got a right to own guns, supposedly. So why don't you throw a million dollars towards me? See what I could do with it. You know, uh, yeah. that'll never happen. But uh, so anyway, um, so we got a, a bunch of godless heathenistic people and and i don't mean to cast dispersion on on heathens because i was a heathen once and you know i uh, i saw the light and i came to the lord but um so there's hope for everybody uh, except for perditious people but that's a whole other show um but um i think it's it's um what am i trying to say I don't want to write anybody off, but I, I do think there are just some people that are just destined to be bad. And um, and it just so happens that most of them happen to be Democrats. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, there's evil Republicans. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look at John McCain called oh. himself a Republican all those years. Mm-hmm. I got a friend, Ralph Epperson. Uh, we have to have him on the show, by the way. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's um, he talks about. Uh, Arizona, you know, he lives down there and he loves it and always mocks Oregon. And I say, well, you're the people that put John McCain in office. I said, you say you're all Republicans, but you put him in office. Right. And that was Dick Dong daughters in there, too, you know. And um, but uh, and I said, so you, you've got no room to criticize, you know. Here's a guy that probably started the fire on it. What was it? The Independence? I can't remember which ship that was back during Vietnam. Yeah. You know, and they, they wrote that off quickly and instead of investigating him, they, they gave him a vacation in Saigon. Put him up in a hotel somewhere, you know. So you try to convince me that there's not a conspiracy out there <laughs> for the elite to prosper, you know. But um anyway, uh having said all that, and hopefully it made sense, um I I don't know, uh this COVID thing, I don't know where it's going. You know, this is one of the first times in my life where I've been befuddled, you know, because I can usually tell what's going to happen. Like with Israel, you know, there's going to be a ceasefire, I predict, in the next four or five days, um, and then things will get ironed out. Um, and when I say I predict, I'm just saying this, that's my thought. But... Um, but with this this COVID thing, it's like it's almost like they're setting us up for another wave now, because now the now the press is out there saying, oh well, there's there's different uh, variations, different um, oh what's the word variants? No, uh, yeah, variants, uh, mutations. There's different mutations of it. There's a South African mutation supposedly, and then there's a an English mutation, and then there's a I heard the other day a South American mutation and an African mutation. And I'm like, okay, so are you setting us up for like five or six more waves of, of COVID garbage? You know, the American public's been pushed to its limit. Like you mentioned with uh, Rachel Madcow, she, um, she said, you know, that she's getting tired of it too. You know, and she can't yeah. understand. Yeah, That's what, uh, I just got that mad that's, cow. That's what Michael Savage calls her. <laughs> mad cow disease. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the flesh-eating one, the mad cow? It eats the brain. 
Yeah, oh, it's the brain, the brain in your yeah. It's the brain. And, well, when you oh. consider how they think sometimes, <laughs> it's, it's quite applicable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, you know, if you're out there and you're, you're a liberal, please forgive me. I, you know, I just have to rant and rave somewhere. <laughs> and here's kind of a safe place. Um, a lot of our audience, I, I think I would say probably about 98% are probably like us, you know, yeah. when it comes to this stuff. A lot of people are fed up with the, um, oh, with the vaccine so- garbage. Did you hear that Fauci, um, they found out that Fauci had been giving money to and uh, participating in the Wuhan lab? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a vested interest in in it. And I bet you anything that he's got stock in Moderna, Pfizer. um, He's probably sold the stock in the other one that was giving everybody blood clots. Um, But. You know, you just know that he's he's invested in everything that's COVID, just like Al Gore was invested in everything that was global warming. Yeah, he, right. he had vested interest in it and he promoted it. So, yeah. well, uh, that's a great way to make your stock go up if you got a stock in that. Yeah, for sure, especially yeah. if you have influence. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden's son. Yeah, Burisma in um, the Ukraine. You yeah. Know. Uh, look what he was able to get out of that that deal, you know. And I don't know, but if, if you're an Italian mobster, they put you in jail for the rest of your life for that. If you're a white Anglo-Saxon Roman Catholic or Protestant, you know, and you do something like that, especially if you're in power, they just encourage you to do more. <laughs> you know, they give you the tools to do it. Yeah, exactly. They train you. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Wow. You're talking about the variants. Um, I got an article here. You should say that. Um, It is COVID-19 injections are spreading new variants of coronavirus. Um, It says that um, Tel Aviv University found that South African variant, as they are calling it, is primarily showing up in people who have already been injected with the uh, messenger RNA, mRNA gene therapy syringe from biotech. The study, which has not been uh, reviewed, indicates that the B1351 variant of Chinese germs is eight times more prevalent in people who were injected with the vaccine. Hmm. And only 0.7% versus people who did not take the vaccine. So the people who got the vaccine are eight times more likely to get the new variant of coronavirus compared to somebody who has not got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dave. No, it's um, okay. No, go ahead. They're basically, we've talked about this on other, on other shows, that even the swab test they do, to test you for the virus, have nanobots in the swabs. We talked about mm-hmm. that, right? Right. And now the vaccines, this is why they're pushing the vaccines, folks, because in the vaccines, it weakens your immune system, leaves you vulnerable to other diseases and other things. Why would the governments of the world do this? Because they want to kill you. They want to yeah. depopulate the earth, or they want to make you so sick, you're dependent on their drugs, which make them rich, which make them to make more vaccines and more viruses 
to keep you stick longer to make more money. It's a circle. It's a big cycle. Mm-hmm. There, it's like in Oregon where Dave lives. You know, they harvest. It's called clear cutting. They take a side of a hill and they just take all the trees, and they leave one or two. But then they replant trees, and in 15 years they recut them. So they're that's what they're doing with with us. They're Give us, they want these vaccines. That's why they're pushing them. They, because they know that these vaccines will down the road get you sick, either kill you or make you sick with other mm-hmm. side effects. I have a guy at my work. He's, he, and he's, he's older. He's in his mid seventies. He's six foot four, healthy. He never been a sick in a day in his life. Super nice guy. Um, Got the vaccine and got shingles and got to go in the hospital. Never been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, a coworker, another coworker that I told Dave about, big guy, works out with weights. I think I might have said this last week, folks, so ignore me. But he got the vaccine and he missed three or four days of work. He was sick, fever, you know, chest. I mean, he was he had the flu basically. Um, mm-hmm. um, I just, I, I mean, I've heard story after story after story of people getting sick. And now they say, oh, once you're sick, that's good. It shows your body is is using it. That's why you're getting sick. It's your body's building up antibodies. Well, somebody asked me the other day, when are you going to get a vaccine? I go, I'm going to wait two years. Why two mm-hmm. years ago? I want to see if people start dying within two years. So if a bunch of mass people who got the vaccinated in 2021 and 2023 are getting cancers, dying suddenly, heart conditions, shingles, whatever it may be, because what it does, the vaccines basically attack your body as a foreign substance. Your body can't fight it. It weakens your immune system. And now you're open to getting whatever's out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, when, and plus, the vaccine can give you the virus. And so there's articles all over the place of people getting the vaccines, and it's, it's making them vulnerable to getting sick. And um, where is it at here? Let me go here. Um, and this is interesting. I looked this up. Where is this at? Um, hold on, folks. Um, wh- this is an article. Let me go to it. Um, wow. It says, wow. Okay. Not doing that. Nearly half of all FDA employees are refusing the COVID vaccine. <laughs> that they're pushing on the rest of us. So half of the FDA's workforce isn't taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That should be a huge red flag to us. That's if right. they don't want to take it, that's huge, mm-hmm. you know? And so <laughs> it's just, um, let's see, I got one more. Where's it at? This one's a video. I didn't watch the whole video, but it's Moderna. It's a Moderna executive. And he talks about how the mRNA vaccine edit genetic codes. So, really? you know, I've had people tell me because of our show and different people I've talked to, it doesn't do anything. To I had my own doctor. It doesn't mess with your DNA. <laughs> the executive talks about how it edits your DNA of Moderna. Mm-hmm. And I have this article, Dave. I'll send it to you if you want it. Yeah, but sure. It's uh, it's in a it's in a it's called the True Reporter is where this is, article is from, and it is two days ago the article. 
who you guys mm -hmm. watching this want to look it up. Um, and then there's, um, what was the other one? Uh, let's see, mind control. This one, <laughs> the current mask war hysteria shows us, shows you this has nothing to do with science and everything to do with mind control, politics, and oppression. Mm -hmm. And the reason this guy article goes on, because the masks do not keep you from getting sick. They may make you feel good because you're protecting yourself, but they do not keep you from getting sick. I've said this before. The health care workers in the hospitals, like Dave, they wear masks, they wear gloves, they wash, they do all this stuff, and you still get sick. Mm -hmm. So it's a waste of time. If you're in a medical area like Dave is, yeah, you do it. You have to do it. You try to take precautions. But to live your life like that, there's no way on God's green earth you're not going to get sick or protect mm -hmm. yourself 100%. That's why the Lord gave us an immune system. Mm -hmm. And there are some good vaccines. I mean, polio and different ones. I, I get that. I get that. I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, I get it. But things have changed, folks. The vaccines now are not to make us well. Mm -hmm. You realize, I mean, I think about this. You know, I, we might have talked about this a long time ago. I believe wholeheartedly they have a cure for cancer, all cancers. And they have oh, I do too. Mm -hmm. But think about it, folks, from a, from a medical point of view, from money. It's think of it from money. You own a company that makes vaccines, it makes drugs for, makes chemotherapy, makes these drugs for cancer. And you're making $10, $20 billion a year off of chemo drugs. All of a sudden, some guy invents a pill, just say, for, you know, thing, you just take it and it gets rid of your cancer. Mm -hmm. They're never going to let that out. Because right. those huge companies and all those small companies that are supported by the big companies, all those billions of dollars would go bye-bye. Yeah. And, and, and since those companies now have been around for decades and they're, they're not just powerful because of their money now they're powerful because of their influence in politics mm -hmm. so uh, somebody invents that pill and it's, there's rumors it's going to be brought out and patented and this company whatever name you want to put on it goes to their donors political donors and says hey mr biden if that pill gets out you're not going to be president next time mm -hmm. as a matter of fact you will never be able to get a job as a dog catcher We'll make sure of that. So that pill, even though it's going to help all mankind, it's going bye-bye. You're not bringing mm -hmm. that out. It goes with gas. It goes with oil. It goes with all the technology. We have technology. We, Dave and I talked in other shows that are far many years behind what we have. And in the 80s, I worked for the government at an Air Force base in California as a maintenance carpenter for the public works. And it's no longer there, the base. And I met a high-ranking official from the Navy. I was working on his house, putting a dishwasher in. It was a beautiful house, too. It was Spanish-style built, you know, in the 30s. It was beautiful. And he had a lot of influence, this guy. He had a lot of influence. And he told me back in 1985, that's how old I am, that... <laughs> Everything you see on the shelf in 1985 is 50 years behind what the government has, at least 50 years. Mm -hmm. So this is 2021. So what do they have 
50 years ahead of us or 100 years in technology. And we know that because of the, the reverse engineering of the different alien spacecrafts or the Nephilim spacecrafts and all that. So um, everything has to do with money. Everything has to do with power and greed. Everything. Mm-hmm. When they crucified Jesus, why did the Pharisees, <clears throat> why did they do it? Why did they work up the crowd to kill Jesus? Politics. He was getting popular. He was preaching a message of love and hope and acceptance and redemption. Uh, they were seen as the leaders of Israel. All of a sudden, this carpenter, this Jewish carpenter, is making them look bad. He's taking all their followers away. Uh, they didn't see the big picture, obviously, uh, that we see as believers. They didn't see the, the they didn't see the Messiah the way we did. But it was all about politics. Mm-hmm. They worked the crowd up and 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 said, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" Those people just, it was a mob mentality. You ever see that mob mentality lately? Yeah, all over the place. Um, I could tell you, I saw it in, um, see, where did I see it? Um, Manhattan Beach, up the coast here from me. Santa Monica, the promenade, this five-block area of an outdoor-indoor mall, one of the most beautiful malls in the country, totally just destroyed and burned. Uh, Just, and, and the police we're told not to go in and stop them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that mob mentality, mob, mob mentality has been around for thousands of years. And the Democrats are using it against us even still. Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter and these, these different racial wars are trying to start with everybody. God doesn't see race. God doesn't see color. God, like Dave says, he looks at the character and the heart of a man or woman. That's what he sees. And that's right. what we should look at. We shouldn't look at mm-hmm. skin color. It doesn't make any, doesn't make a different color your skin is. It, it doesn't make any difference. You look at the person, what they do and what they say and how they treat other people and treat, you know, treat each other. And so these vaccines and all this stuff going on, it just makes me sick because. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Perfectly. Hey, thanks, Dave. You're right. No pun intended. It does make me sick, actually. Um, they don't care about your family. The government isn't going to rescue you during a natural disaster. You're going to have to take care of yourself and your family. That's what we talked about last week, community. Get in a church. Know your neighbors. Take care of your elderly neighbors. Be there for people. Don't be isolated. Don't just live inside your four walls and don't know who lives around you. You need to know who lives around you and how they think. What they mm-hmm. believe, you need to know that for your own safety too. You could have yeah. some guy next door that may not be good to live by next to. You need to know. I'm not saying live in fear, but just be smart. And the vaccines are meant to make us sick, to kill some of us, and to control us. Mm-hmm. And who knows what they really? I mean, yeah, we've talked about some of the things, but uh, the nanobots that go into your brain and into your bloodstream. They're artificial, folks. Can some guy on some computer manipulate those? I don't know. Uh, maybe. They're, they're man-made electronics, miniaturized to go in your body. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe when, when a person finally gets the mark of the beast, that chip, they will be able to track you anywhere in the world during the tribulation. Will they be able to kill you with a push of a button? Well, there's rumors. There's rumors now that they can track you, and that's why they have you stand six feet apart. 
Oh, because that's right. when, like when you get closer, right. it confuses it confuses with that tracking device, and they don't know who's who. But well, if you're if you're six feet apart, they're able to distinguish who's who. So if they wanted to zap you with a laser from outer space, you know, or something like that, they know yeah. who you are. That's why you need to buy cars. You know, everybody likes a new car. I want to get a new brand new car. But actually, the best cars to get are the 60s and 70s. They don't have computers in them. They can't track those cars. They can actually track you in your cars now. And mm-hmm. the driverless cars, who in the heck would run a driverless car? <laughs> they, all they got to do is push a button, lock the doors, put in the destination, and they can bring you right to themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's computerized. They could run mm-hmm. it, like Dave said, with satellites. So um, the best cars to own, I hate to say it, is before the, the mid the late 80s. Before uh, 1973, yeah. Yeah, 73. In the 60s, 70s, you know, in there, you know, yeah, they, they, there's no computers, there's no chips, there's nothing. They can't control your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds crazy, but that's probably going to happen during the tribulation. People who have these smart cars are going to be, they're going to be used to actually bring them in. Yeah. Uh, and that's why they want, they're pushing them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, these companies, maybe they, these companies, these huge companies, um, these different ones like Microsoft, IBM, you know, you got Facebook. Maybe they started out with good intentions, but greed and money and ultimate power corrupts. Sure. And I'm not saying Mark Zuckerberg, you know, started out with thinking that he was going to try to control half the world through Facebook. I don't think he started out that way, but he's he's going there now. He's, mm-hmm. he, they, they censor conservative thinking. They censored our president, Trump. Uh, they kicked him off of, you know, all these websites and these platforms. But, you know, where there's darkness, there's light. Mm-hmm. There's always a balance of power. God made sure that we always had a balance on the earth. So things didn't get totally out of control where it was just all darkness. Mm-hmm. So I know there's people out there starting up other platforms. We're on Rumble a lot. But there's other platforms that are starting. I think Trump is going to start a media company. I've heard rumors of that. In the next few months, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. So. Facebook's not going to be the only one. Instagram, all these. There's going to be other, other things like there are with telephone companies like um, T-Mobile. There's an AT&T now. There's a Patriot. I think it's called Patriot. Um, gosh, I just heard on the radio. Um, um, Sean Hannity um, always advertises it, but it's a, it's it's like T-Mobile for cell phones, but it's it's um, it's called Patriot.com. I don't remember, folks. Sorry about that. Huh. But there's what I'm saying is we're finally catching up, and the conservative side of America is finally getting into the online services that we depend on so much that now we're getting kicked off of. We got kicked off of. We were going to get kicked off of YouTube eventually, and Dave mm-hmm. took us off before they did that, which is a really good move, Dave. So. But, well, I don't like getting fired. I'd rather quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't fire me. I quit. So, sorry I'm just rambling on now, folks. But it's just um, don't take the vaccine if you haven't taken it. If you've taken it and you are you know the Lord, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's He's got your days in, in hand. But don't take it. It's not going to keep you from getting sick. It's going to be used to make you sick and to control you, and and that's what it's all about. 
That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. It's, that's what it's always ever been about. From centuries, thousands of years ago till now, man's basically the same as it was when Adam was around. Yeah, that's so right. We have more, te- we have more technology, um, but it's the same. Man's heart's the same. That's why Jesus had to come and die on the cross and die for us and mm-hmm. raise from the grave because we couldn't, we can't do it. And our hope is in him. That's why we don't fear tonight. I don't fear. Dave doesn't fear because we know why all this is happening and we know who's eventually going to win. That's right. You know, right. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I take great comfort in that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's helped me to get through a lot of things. Um, especially persecution and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well he who laughs, laughs, laughs loudest, you know, and that's look at Psalm one. (laughs) It says God's standing up there laughing sitting up there laughing and um yeah so it's like you know it's no matter what happens you know it's it's a win-win situation basically yeah you know paul said that he said you know he says to live is christ to die is gain right. you know and that's the attitude we have to have you know um I, I probably said this on a show one day or something, but I've often thought that if we have to live through persecution, if that's before the rapture, I don't know when, when he's coming and we never, nobody knows the day or hour, but, um, and, and it gets to the point where, you know, the, the chopping block is there. I'm just going to turn around and thank the guy that's doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm saying, thank you. You're sending me to a better place. I feel sorry for you because you're going to, you know, you're going to be in torment for you for the rest of uh, eternity. But um, anyway, so it's uh, it's a win-win situation. And, you know, I think that's something that comes with age, that knowledge. Yeah. You know, because because when you when you get in your late 50s, your early 60s, you start realizing that, you know, the clock's winding down. You know, it's, um, you know, we've. We've lived, um, well, well, 60 years, 70 years, whatever. And, you know, uh, men are, men only live so long these days. And, uh, it's a lot longer than men lived a hundred years ago. You know, it's not as long as they lived before the flood. But looking at the world, would you really want to be alive for a thousand years the way it is right now? I don't, you know, and, um, so. You imagine having to pay the IRS for a thousand years. But <laughs> <laughs> I do now. <laughs> or Portland, Portland riding for a thousand years. Uh, you know, um, and that's what it was before the flood. And then, you know, so you know, the, I don't want to say kudos. I hate that word. But uh, congratulations to the patriarchs that lived back then because they put up with a lot. Everybody thinks, oh, they lived in a paradise. Well, they may have. You know, the earth might have been lush and green during that time. But uh, at the same time, you had Nephilim walking around that were trying to eat people. And you had uh, these creatures that mankind created with DNA technology. Uh, The uh, scroll of the giant. Yeah, the book of the giants refers to them as monsters. You know, the minotaur, the um, centaur and other animals like that, Pegasus. Um, So. You know, having to worry about getting eaten by giants or 
or maybe running into a centaur one day and, you know, getting a spear thrust through you. <laughs> you know, it's, I think we have it relatively a lot better than they had it yeah. before the flood yeah. right now. And plus we don't have to put up with it all that whole time either. So, um, but, uh, you know, you mentioned technology earlier and, um, and I think that was one of the big things, uh, one of the big downfalls of modern man is that you got to admit that men are smart, okay? Humanity, mankind is smart, but not smart enough to invent some of the things that exist today without a little help. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. And uh, you talked about reverse engineering of UFOs and stuff, but if you read the book of Enoch, First Enoch, he talks about the uh, there were uh, t- 20 angels, 20 main fallen angels, and each one had uh, – um, well, there's 200 in all, and he names them, uh, all the, the, the top 20. And he talks about how, um, you know, one of them taught men how to make shields and swords. Another one taught the women how to use tinctures. And so, you know, right there, you know, you, we had warfare before the flood. We had um, uh, Mary Kay, <laughs> for lack of better words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to... I, I just couldn't think of another company. I'm sorry. Uh, Avon, okay. Let's, but anyway, I think we just lost our Mary Kay and Avon listeners. But uh, anyway, um, in, in magic, they were taught how to do magic and stuff like that. So, um, And it's basically akin to what we have today, you know, because if you took our uh, just our great-great-grandfathers and brought them to today and showed them everything, you know, they, they would accuse us of being involved in magic, you know. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, um, before I knew better, we used to watch Bewitched. And yeah. uh, there was a uh, an episode where somehow they went back in time to Salem to the witch trials and earn that era, era. And one of them had a ballpoint pen. And he had to sign something, and he put, pulled out the ballpoint pen, you know, clicked it, and went to sign without thinking that that technology didn't exist back then. So it was magic, and magic is equated with Satanism or the devil. So I remember they were trying to arrest him or something, and but somehow they got out of it. But it makes you think, you know, it's like what we have today was very foreign, even just 150 years ago. And a lot of it would be looked like it as magic to those that lived back then, you know. Um, there was back back in the 1800s, it was thought that a man couldn't go over 40 miles an hour, he'd die. You know, I don't remember what the reason was, but um, in that, uh, what was it? Man would never go to the moon. That was always man would never fly. If the, the old phrase was, if men was meant to fly, God would have given them wings. You know, and. And all those things are possible now. And so when Yeshua said that when he comes back, it's going to be like the days of Noah. You know, he wasn't lying. Um, there's there's an obscure little passage in, I think it's Jasher or is it Enoch? I think it's Jasher that talks about how the men liked how their wives had a useful look to them. And they didn't want their figure to be ruined from having childbirth. So they caused them to drink a, dra- a draft. That caused, an, um, in other words, it was an anti-abortion thing, where it was a, an abortion drug or a, um, a birth control pill, basically, 
that kept the women from getting pregnant so that they would keep their figures. And um, so there you go. We had we had abortion and um, and uh, I'm trying to child um, how to, uh, birth control. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so you know when he said it, it's going to be just like it was back then. It is. Yeah, it, it really is. is. Um, we're that's why we expect the return of the Nephilim. And again, I read David Jacobs' book, and I, I can't emphasize this enough. This book right here, They Walk Among Us. Yeah. And um, if you read it, you're going to realize that they're they're creating a race of Nephilim uh, that look just like me and you. And then I go back to that chapter in Daniel where it says about the, uh, you know, the statue when Daniel was talking to Nebuchadnezzar about what it meant. And he, we get down to the, well, they didn't know about Rome back then, but he says an empire will rise at the end times that will have two legs and ten toes. And that the, uh, I think he said the feet or was it the toes that were made? No, it was the ten toes that were made out of uh, iron and clay. Iron and clay, so yeah. It, it'll be strong. That kingdom will be strong. But just as iron doesn't cleave to clay, they will not mingle. No, they will mingle their seed with human humanity but they will not cleave to one another which means they will not stick to one another they can't do it totally so another in order for that to happen whatever the other ones are there's something other than humanity or human beings as we know them you know all 46 chromosomes and homo sapiens i guess is a good way to put it but um so you know we're starting to see all this stuff come to light and um as we as we do, we're knowing that we're getting closer and closer because if we have everything they had before the flood, we are in the days of Noah, you know, as as in the days of Noah. And um, so the the imminent return of Yeshua is, you know, it's here. It's really and, close. Yeah, and uh, really close. Well, that'll be a happy day. Yeah, but um, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, like right now. <laughs> yeah. He's late. Where is he? He's late. Five minutes. I know. But I he know. used an interesting analogy when he was talking about the uh, the virgins at the wedding. Yeah. That, uh, what were there? Ten of them, or and five had the lamps trimmed or filled with oil, and uh, the other five didn't. The other five, when they heard the shout of the bridegroom, which is analogous to um, uh, the return of Yeshua, they didn't have any oil in their lamps, so their lamps went dim, which the church has done. Basically, a lot of the church has done, or half of the church, if you're counting five-tenths. But um, so uh, the ones that had oil in their lamps went into the reception mm-hmm. and were, were able to be with the bridegroom. And... Uh, so it's. I just feel kind of sad that the, especially for the church, the world's going to do what they're going to do. Sinners are going to sin, and it always bothers me when Christians get mad at sinners for sinning, because that's what sinners do. They sin. You know, you can't get mad at somebody whose nature leans towards um, rebellion towards God. You know, it's just their nature. I'm not making an excuse for what they do. I'm just saying that you know. Um, I mean, I've heard it a million times, you know, I don't hang out with those people because they curse. It's like, well, did Jesus say that? No, Yeshua, he went into the, what was it, Zacchaeus' house. 
Um, and, you know, the people are out there mumbling, oh, he's hanging out with sinners, you know, and stuff like that. But he came to save the sinners. And that's what we're supposed to do, too, to help them to get saved. And, uh, but, the, you know, everybody's become so pious that they're all like the Pharisees back there going, oh, look, you know, he, he went to, the funniest thing happened one day when we started going to church over here. Um, we heard that they had good hamburgers at the tavern. And I figured if, as long as you're not going to drink, what's the big deal? You know, so we went into the tavern and got our hand. Well, no, actually, that was the second time. The first time we went, we were walking into it and some people from the church had seen us. And they're, oh, we're all going over to get Mexican food. Wouldn't you want to just come over and fellowship? You know, and I'm like, you just don't want us to go in there and get a good hamburger. <laughs> because you see going in there as being as, as hanging out with sinners. You right. know, so we ended up going with them. You know, it was kind of a political ploy that they pulled on us, a, a Christian political religious ploy. And, uh, you know, we, we were intending on going to church there for a while, so we didn't want to start out with, you know, all those are the guys that hang out with sinners, you know, even though we did. But um, right. But uh, anyway, it was just it was just kind of curious, like, oh, you don't want to go there, you know, with those people. Well, yeah, I did. And we, you know, the next time we went to there it was on it wasn't on a sunday and we went to the tavern and had a really really good hamburger the brownsville tavern has uh wonderful uh their patty melts are to die for um literally and that's so much so that i can't eat them anymore <laughs> 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 um but uh anyway um you know i don't endorse going into taverns to drink but you know if they have good food there you know who knows? Maybe somebody's in there that some guy just got divorced or something, and he's sad. And he comes up to your table and sits down and talks with you. You know, I go, well, you know, you if you just realize how much God loves you, you know, yeah, your wife might have left you, or if it's a woman, your husband might have left you, but God loves you so very much, and He doesn't want to see you go through this, you know. And then you have the whole conversation. By the end of the conversation, you might be leading him to faith in Yeshua. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like. You know, don't, I mean, I wouldn't walk into a, a, a red light district and walk into a, a bordello or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I might walk around the street or something like that, but I would never enter the building because, the, you know, you would be equated. Oh, man, the world would just take that and go crazy with it, you know. Um, you know, yeah, he's supposed to be a good Christian, but he went into a bordello. Anyway, I wouldn't do that. Just like I won't get into an elevator alone with a woman. You know, it's just being having um having a a pastoral ministry. I wouldn't want to um, compromise that by having some maybe crazy lady or something coming out of the elevator and saying, oh, you know, you know, falsely accusing me. And then that just ruins everything. So I think all married men should probably go up elevators with at least two or three people in there, you know, and I, you know, if it happens to where I get to an elevator and it's just a woman, I, unless it's in at the hospital, you know, and I know them, um, I'll always say, I'll just catch the next one, you know, uh, look for every opportunity to be beyond, be beyond reproach. Well, you'll live yeah. longer if you take the stairs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> Uh, like Rodney Dangerfield said, because of good health, everybody's uh, because of exercise, everybody is dying. More people have dying of good health than ever before. 
But uh, Ryan, you look tired. I'm a little bit. I've yeah. had, had a week. <laughs> yeah, you have. You have. Yeah. So. And, but um, I think we, you know, if, you, if it's okay with you, you've said everything you wanted to say, and I have. And yeah, uh, maybe you can hit the rack a little early. Yeah, if you want to so, cut it short, that's fine. Whatever you want to, um, you know, I'll, whatever you want to do, Dave. That's great. Yeah, I know. I just um, I'm concerned for you, and I just don't want to push you beyond any limit that you might have tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, it's up to you. You know. No, if you want to go, you, what time? You know what time it is? It's. Uh, We've been on an hour and a half, yeah. Hour and a half, yeah. If you want, I mean, it's up to you. I don't want to. If you got more to talk about, let's talk about it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. I just have to think about it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things I know we talked about last week was, uh, or maybe I should get off right now because um, I'll just I'm just to let the folks know if it's okay with you what happened. Sure. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, but today he's Monday. Man. Yeah. Um, Friday, about 10 in the morning, I got T-boned uh, in my work truck during work. And so I uh, got taken to the hospital in a medic unit, and I was there for a few hours. And I found out today that um, I, I got whiplash because he hit me sideways, but I also probably have a concussion. And tomorrow I'm going to find out, you know, to get a CAT scan, MRI, whatever they're going to do tomorrow. So um, my wife has noticed that I'm not my normal self and whatever that is. <laughs> and so um, I'm a little tired from that. I, I get hit pretty hard. Um, and I'm kind of a cowboy. I didn't want to go to the doctor, but I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to get checked out again. I'm supposed to go back to work in a couple of days. And I realized today that I'm not up to par. So um, I'm going to go get checked out tomorrow and see what's going on. But it's affecting me a little bit. I'm a little tired from it. And um, and if, I ha- if you have a concussion, that's not a good thing. Uh, they do heal themselves, but uh, you can if you don't heal correctly, it can last a lifetime. So, um, so folks, you can uh, pray for me and that uh, I get he- God heals me and um, and that you know watches over me. Anybody else out there that's having a hard time physically? Um, um, this has been a tough year. This has been a tough year uh, with not just COVID and all the politics, but just a lot of families have go- and a lot of people have gone through a lot of stuff this year. And we all need to be praying for one another, for our neighbors, encouraging each other, sending uh, a, a nice text. Or giving a coffee card to somebody you have you've been thinking about just to make their day. So I appreciate your prayers and uh, your thoughts um, for the next few days is how this goes. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's that's a rough thing to go through. It really yeah. is. I've been there. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> but you know the Lord's faithful to heal you and will. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm not worried. I'm just a little tired and a little. Um, it took a lot out of me. I didn't get physically like I didn't break bones and all that, but I got hit pretty hard. And and uh, <laughs> the guy was delivering a meal. It's one of those delivery services, and he was delivering a meal to a house. He missed the house address, so he made a U-turn. And when he made the U-turn, he made it right into the side of my truck. And um, 
And it reminds me because it's a good reminder. Life is short. Man, mm-hmm. is it short. I don't care if you're 20 years old and you think you got all these years left. It's a blink. Even the Bible says it's a vapor. It's like a, it's like, it's like a steam coming off a pot. You just see it for a few seconds and it is gone. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded how fragile this human body can be and how quick it can be hurt or changed in a moment. So I'm yeah. thankful to get killed and not seriously hurt, but I don't feel a hundred percent. So, um, but I, I love you guys out there and you, Dave, and there's, I just feel as a ministry and it's our duty that to get information out to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I take this as a ministry too, not just to doing a podcast, but um, a lot of you guys are very educated and know all this stuff already. So, you know, that's great. But there's some people that don't know a lot and they've never heard some of this stuff, maybe for the first time from us. Mm-hmm. And so with all the false news and all the lies out there, we want to get the truth out as best we can with what God has given us. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm privileged to do this and blessed to do this with Dave and, and to you guys. Well, we're blessed to have you, man. Um, I remember when, um, and I won't take much longer, but when we'd be down in Roswell um, with our table, handing out literature and stuff like that at the convention center, uh, I think we had more Christians come up to our table than any other group. And a lot of times they would say, you know, I knew there was a demonic element behind this. I just didn't, couldn't put it both together. So thank you. You know, and I think that that's what this show does for a lot of people. You know, they maybe they see something and nobody else sees it, but then they hear us talk about it or, you know, another radio show because a lot of there's a lot of them out there. But um, and it just confirms, you know, that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not the only one that's imagining this. It's real, you know, and um, and I, I see that as as an important part, too, is a kind of a confirmatory um, aspect to to help people to know that uh, no you you are seeing things through the way they are mm-hmm. that's right because mm-hmm. the the world will try to convince you that it's not the way you're seeing it you know because the devil wants to um, convince you that you're crazy and that your um, your imagination is working overtime you know and it's not that way and um, I still to this day cannot get a I had one church that I went to in Sacramento that was sort of interested in what we do and backed us up. But uh, aside from that, um, there's very few churches that'll that'll back up our efforts, you know, that are willing to look um, outside the the box at what's really going on, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, it just breaks my heart that that's the case, you know. And unfortunately for a lot of them, it's going to take, well, what did they? What did they used to say? The the UFO landing on the lawn, the White <laughs> House, and uh, yeah, or you know, right. or aliens walking into the church and whatever. Yeah. But um, it's it's coming on subtly, and they can't see it. And the church is supposed to have discernment, and it doesn't, and yeah. uh, or or it denies it. It thinks that you know, no, this this can't be. So I don't. I'm going to ignore this part. So. But. And, uh, Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. No, I mean, since you brought up the UFO thing again, because we had talked about it before, 
um, about the line, you know, when the rapture happens. Uh-huh. Did you see that this week they released another uh, video of another UFO? It was on Tucker Carlson tonight. It was a few days ago. And they, the Air Force, I think, released another video of another UFO encounter. And this one was over the ocean. And many of you probably out there who I'm speaking to right now saw this. But it shows this UFO hovering above the ocean. All of a sudden, it goes down into the ocean and disappears and travels hundreds of knots an hour under the water. Mm-hmm. And when it hits the water, it doesn't make a splash. Right. And so we already know all this. But my point is, as we talked about, I think, last week or the week before, the UFO thing is going to be more and more center of the news. It's going to be you're going to hear more about Israel and more about UFOs. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because we talked about earlier, Dave and I, the Lord's about to return. And so there has to be a lie that is given why we disappear. And 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 just like we said, I think it was last week, uh, and excuse me, my memory is a little racked from my <laughs> what happened to me, but it's it's interesting. Just a few days later, Tucker Carlson's talking about and showing a video of what they just leaked out or released. And June 1st is coming up. And June 1st is very significant, folks, because that's when all these UFO files are supposed to be declassified and shared with the public. And Mm -hmm. some people I've been reading out there believe that it's going to be mind-blowing and changing, uh, altering the way we view the world, Uh, at least not the way believers view the world because we know what it is. But the people that don't know the Lord, that it's going to shock people mm-hmm. that we've been working with extraterrestrials. There's, we have saucers and we have things and, 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 and bases under the ground and into the ocean. And these things are supposed to be revealed June 1st or 2nd. I think it's June 1st. And if these things are revealed to the degree I think they're going to be revealed, this is going to set up the lie even more. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, we talk, we've been talking about the rapture, people have been talking about it for hundreds of years, if not, actually thousands of years since the Lord was here. And it's going to happen, we don't know when, but it is going to happen 100%, no doubt. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, let's just say there's, I think there's 8 billion people now, Dave, in the world, I think. So let's yeah. just say 8 billion. Let's say, and it's not a lot of Christians out of the 8 billion, I'm just going to say 1 billion people will disappear. And that seems like a lot, but not compared to eight. So one billion people disappear. How do you in the heck do you explain that? Mm-hmm. And now, if this narrative of UFOs hasn't been being pushed on us for the last hundred years, and it's been at least a hundred years, what lie would they use? If they haven't done the Star Wars, the Star Trek, the Jedi's, all this stuff. All these videos now in the last year or since cell phones have been invented, there's hundreds of videos all the time about strange objects they cannot con- understand and confirm. If that hadn't happened and we disappeared, what would they use as a lie? Mm-hmm. They, who knows? But there is a lie now, and it can be believed. It, our right. own Air Force, mainstream media, Fox News, Tucker Carlson, he's, he's a... He's not a wackadoo. Tucker's a top-notch, you know, professional, uh, you know, uh, um, he, he's he's not wackadoo. 
and people he's got credibility and now it's on these stations and it's if you've noticed it's it's heated up even more and more in the last few years the UFO thing has been when you started when you started researching UFOs Dave you could probably vouch for this it didn't have near the publicity it has now no cuz yeah people thought you were crazy Chim- back then you were <laughs> did this she did that you guys are crazy i thought i saw a poll uh, maybe i read it yesterday 50 to 60 percent of americans believe in ufos or extraterrestrials it's at mm-hmm. least half the country and actually what it said more people believe in extraterrestrials than them believe in god yeah and so it's football so mm-hmm. i think it's like 60 percent. that's a lot that's 200 million people Mm-hmm. In this country alone, not counting the world. So a billion of us disappear. Where do they go? Um, the New Age teaching, I just read that. We talked about that. Um, the earth cleansed itself. The right. evil, the alien, the extraterrestrials took off, took from the earth those that are keeping the utopia from being brought in. These people were in the way, and the extraterrestrials removed them, took them to another planet to reprogram them. And then we'll bring them back later. I mean, that's kind of how the New Age believes. And that's a, mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And so they actually believe that. It's taught that. And that teaching has been around for a long, long time, centuries. And so now you have technology that you can actually believe it can happen. We right. have shuttles. We have satellites. We have lasers. We have these things on our own ships now. We have satellites that can shoot lasers like the Star Wars. We we have the Iron Dome that's protecting Israel, 90% accuracy in taking down incoming rockets. We have uh, satellites and spaceships that can fly 250,000 miles an hour into mm-hmm. the into the Dalek, into our universe. Um, they're setting up satellites around the sun. I saw they're sending more satellites around the sun because the sun's supposed to have this big uptick in activity and solar winds starting immediately. Mm-hmm. So. I'm saying all this, folks, because it's believable. It is believable. When mm-hmm. we are taken away, and not only is it believable, but it also says in the scripture that God gives them over to the delusion. A he strong allows, delusion. Yeah. A strong delusion. He allows these people to believe it. And, and in order to have a lie that convinces people, there has to be a little truth in it with the lie. And then... On top of that, God allows them, like he hardened Pharaoh's heart, that he wouldn't let Israel go so he could show his power for the, through the plagues. He's going to do the same thing with billions of people to believe the lie. Now, that's another whole discussion. Why does he do that? I don't want to get into that. But mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. And all these things are converging at the same time. I wish, I hope I'm getting my point across how close we are to the Lord returning. We are so close. And if he doesn't return and God allows things to keep going the way they are, unless Trump gets in there, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Uh, Trump Trump being in there or somebody like him, because our country's so big, holds things down. Our country's massive and big and powerful economically and militarily and morally. But as our morals go out the door, we get weaker and we have less influence. That's what's happening with the Biden administration. That's what's happening. And so if somebody like Trump gets in there, it'll slow the process down. 
Mm-hmm. But if not, and he doesn't put Trump in there or somebody like him, things are going to continue to deteriorate in our country and in the world. That's why this is a time in your life to really trust the Lord and give him everything. Live yeah. like you're not going to live tomorrow. That's how we're to live. Mm-hmm. Live like tonight is our last night, because it could be. And don't go to bed with anger in your heart towards somebody, you know, and and just um, try to do what God wants you to do in your heart. But we're that close, Dave. I believe we're that close. And the, it's it's no mistake that the alien thing is being pushed so hard right now. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. You know, um, on top of that, too, is the fact that I've noticed that a lot of UFO, secular UFO researchers are starting yeah. to use, are starting to swing over to the um, interdimensional aspect of the aliens yeah. rather rather than the interplanetary or interstellar. Yeah. You know, and, and so they're. They can't come out and say spiritual because if they say spiritual, then you got to you got to admit that there's a good and a bad, and right. a, a, a devil and a god, and you know right. and stuff like that. So interdimensional is what they use. And Jacques Vallée and um, what's his name, J. Allen Hynek, he both used that many years ago. But a lot of them are starting to swing over to that, and um, so they're actually preparing the world now, not necessarily for a White House lawn landing. But um, the appearance of basically gods from um, from uh, from another dimension or something, and that's where CERN's going to play into this. You know, that's another thing. CERN could be blamed for the rapture too. You know, we fired up CERN, and everybody with this certain generic genetic uh, background or genetic marker um, got taken out of here. You know, but I like I like the. Uh, the uh, UFO one better. I think it fits better into the the mold. Yeah. You know, take them to another dimension and straighten them out and then bring them back. Yeah. Uh, which is basically what's going to happen, except they're not going to take us. The, the Lord is. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing we need to realize is that we've already had our DNA changed because um, I think it was Paul said, if any man's in Messiah, he's a new creature. Behold, old, old things are gone and old and new things are happening and that's a loose translation sorry um but um so we've already had a change of dna so um you know it, god beat them to the point you know of uh of genetic manipulation for a, a hybrid race yeah because when you become a believer in yeshua you do become in a sense a hybrid uh, right. a good hybrid um one that's it was uh, formed to to form good and and uh, and righteousness, and not what the other hybrids are going to be. So it's going to be basically a hybrid race against another hybrid race, and uh, they'll they'll probably win. That's what the Bible indicates uh, in a fleshly sort of way. But uh, you know, we we get our new bodies and come back and uh, and conquer with him. Right. You know. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. So, all righty. Yeah, we've all, it's almost almost two hours. Okay. So, but oh, and one more thing. I um, I don't think you've told anybody about what you saw in the ocean. 
Oh, I forgot about that. I just totally forgot about it. <laughs> so much has happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, gosh. Um, I was up at a store. We moved from uh, we moved from near the beach in Redondo Beach up on a hill. Um, it's called Palos Verdes, Rancho Palos Verdes, Palos Verdes Estates. And it's a hill above the ocean. Uh, it was a peninsula. And we're probably seven, eight hundred feet above the ocean at the top. And there's a store up there. There's a store. I won't mention the name. Just a grocery store. And I'm out in the parking lot. And I'm talking to my wife on the phone about what to get in the store. It's late at night. It's like 8.30. And I look down at the water on the ocean because I can see the ocean about half a mile away. That's how close we are. And the sun's already gone down. It's cloudy, like really no cloudy. Moon. No moon. And the water is lit up underneath the water like a light in a swimming pool. That's the best way to describe it. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. swimming pools have lights in them, right? And right. they turn on the lights at night. It looked like a swimming pool lit up. It was a large area. You know, I mean, I was a half mile, mile away, but I'm looking down and I go, that's weird. I go, it must be sunlight coming through. And I go, wait a minute, the sun's down. I'm thinking it must be the moon. There's no moon. And I'm trying to figure out this out. How come there's light? And it got brighter and it got dimmer. And then it moved around. Wow. And I remember telling my wife, I go, I don't, I'm seeing light under the ocean. And, and I'm looking and it's huge. It's a huge area. I mean, it's, I, I didn't measure it, but it's, it's big. It's, you know, half mile wide, you know? And, and then it, it, disappears and it comes back and it's moving all around. Finally, it just disappeared. So this was just, um, when was this Thursday night? I think it was Thursday mm-hmm. night. And, um, last week, right before my accident. And, um, this, uh, Southern California is a hub for stuff. It's just, you see the oddest things that you don't even try to look for. They're just here. I mean, I mentioned, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, this orange glowing yellow thing hovering above our our condo, a uh, thousand feet above us, that had like jets coming out the back, like a jet aircraft. It had like a little bit of flame, and it traveled, you know, 50 miles in a couple of seconds. It just took off and then it came back and it was hovering, but it didn't make any noise. Mm-hmm. And that was a couple of years ago. And as we talked, they right off the coast between uh, Catalina Islands or, or Avalon Islands, they call them here in San Pedro and Long Beach. Uh, there's a lot of underwater activity between the island and the mainland. And there's rumors. We I think we've talked about this. Yeah, that there's a base underneath the ocean. And I didn't know this, you know. I live right next to the ocean. I didn't know this, but right off Long Beach and San Pedro and these different places, the water drops down to 2,000 feet right off the coast. I mean, not like right off the coast because people swim, but within a half mile off the coast, the water drops down 2,000 feet. Right? I'm like, wow. And and as you go on Google Earth, you can see underneath where it, it mapped it. There's mountains and there's valleys and there's hills and and so the rumor has it, and this is just a rumor, that there's an underwater military alien base between the island and Long Beach under the water. Mm-hmm. And I can see it actually being there, the water being that deep. 
And then I also, I think I talked about this a few months ago. I was on Google Earth, maybe three months ago. Yeah, and you I saw, saw an object. Yeah, and I saw an object on top of a hill under the water that was probably a half mile long, and it was shaped like a jet aircraft, but big. You know, mm-hmm. had a pointed nose, had the fins in the back, wings, and it was big, and it was sitting on top of a hill under the water. And um, I went back to look at it again, and it was gone. And so there's a lot of activity down here, and it makes sense because when you think about it, this is a huge population center in the United States. There's military bases all over the place down here. There's mm-hmm. high tech down here. Tesla was down here, or um, SpaceX. They moved to Texas. But, you know, you got Northrop down here. You've got just a lot of stuff down here. So it, it makes sense that there would be extraterrestrial or Nephilim bases, I call them, would be, be, would be here. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the other day I was out on my deck looking at the ocean and helicopters were going back and forth, back and forth for two hours, military and civilian. And usually it's just a Coast Guard helicopter, maybe a private one. But I saw the Chinooks go back and forth. I saw those ones that the Marines use that are a plane and a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Off spray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw them flying back and forth. Huh. And I've been here for five years, not a long time, but I've never seen so much military aircraft go back and forth in such a short time. It's like they were looking for Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Like two weeks ago. Huh. So. Well, it sounds like you're in a very lively area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots going on. So. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me. We live in the last days. You know, all this stuff's coming out now. I mean, it's just like God said. He's getting ready to take us home. So yeah, he's, he's right. preparing. He's preparing everything for the tribulation, you know. So mm-hmm. it's getting yeah. close. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, let's say a quick prayer for you. Okay. Oh, and um audience if anybody else wants to participate i know you'll be watching this way after but um you know you can agree and it'll be effective but father we pray right now we come before you in the name of yeshua and we pray for brian who got in a wreck the other day and um or was hit and um it's got some after effects of it father some some pain and some uh possibly a concussion father um, we just pray that you would just that you would just work your healing touch in him and heal him up real quick. We pray that you um, just as you touched the blind man and you made him see, and just as you raised Lazarus from the dead, and uh, just as you healed the lepers, that you'll touch you'll reach down and just touch Brian and heal him. We pray that uh, he'll be able to go back to work. There'll be no after effects, Father. We pray that you heal his brain, Father, uh, from the concussion and that you would just renew his mind, renew his heart and just be there for him in, in all times, Father. And, and bless his family, uh, his wife and son and just um, just be the Cesar Shalom, Father, the Prince of Peace. Be the healer, the um, the almighty God, the everlasting Father. And just come into this situation and work it all out, Father. Give Brian and Loretta a peace about what's happening. 
um, and help them to understand why everything's happening because that's just a natural curiosity we have, Father. To know why helps us sometimes to cope. Um, but let there be peace at his work. Let his job be secure. Um, let his income be secure. And just do everything you can on behalf of Brian and his wife and and uh, the whole family, Father. And um, just give us a peace of mind to know that uh, you're working your wonders in his life uh, for healing and for all the needs that he has, Father, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you go, you go hit the rack, man. Get some sleep. I will. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thank you, audience, for, for praying yeah. with us. If you did, if not, well, hey, that's your bag. But um, anyway, uh, just have a wonderful uh, week, Brian, uh, your family, and everybody else. And we'll see you uh, next Monday. So thank you. And I'm going to stop this recording right 